Prepare to have knowledge bestowed upon you. Here comes the number one podcast for Dynasty Fantasy Football, half PPR, 10 and 12 man leagues. No, it isn't. The Fantasy Pod Fathers. Man Gundy. There we go. What the hell? All right. Hello and welcome to Fantasy Pod Fathers, the fantasy podcast dedicated to dynasty fantasy football 10 and 12 man leagues with a half PPR as our guiding format. And as always, no kickers. So uh, the season's wrapped up. We finally got, got a little bit of perspective on it. So I wanted to look back at the season and I, I had a question for you. What is the goal in fantasy football? So for for football, fantasy in general, dynasty in particular, the goal is to win. I mean, that's what, what we're here for, right? Oh, I oh, I thought you were always just trading for next year. <laughs> that's that's the goal. That but, is the goal. But what's the point of fantasy football? The point is to have some fun. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's fun. <laughs> right. If you're going to be a whiny little bitch, I don't know how that's any fun for you and definitely not for the people playing with you. And uh, as I said, that kind of defeats the purpose. I mean, the goal is to win, but the point is to have fun. And we like to have fun here. You you have to remember that because uh, we've talked about it as we've played fantasy football longer and longer. It takes almost some maturity of taking some lumps, those first few lumps are just the hardest. Uh, and then you, you've got to realize it's a lot of it's out of your control. We, we, we play the game to put yourself in the driver's seat to give you a good chance of winning. But, man, nothing is guaranteed. You can have the best lineup and someone rolls up on your quarterback in the first quarter. And you just got to take it and still have fun with it. Be like, oh, well, I'll get him next time. Yeah, I mean, fantasy is mostly dumb luck. Dynasty really mitigates that. Mm -hmm. um, that's going to give you the most uh, percentage of control in the outcome. Uh, after all, you get to keep your entire roster. Theoretically, you've done your homework. Uh, you should be deep enough to sustain some of those blows. But yeah, I mean, seriously, when it comes down to it, it's luck of the draw. It's matchup. It's injury. Mm -hmm. um, it, 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 have fun, but don't take it so seriously. Don't take it so seriously. And suck the enjoyment out of it. Just, what do you do that for? Stop doing that. Well, well we this. like to have fun here. I mean, the red zone isn't the only yeah. one that can use that phrase. They don't yeah. have it copyrighted. No, other places have fun. Yeah, we like to have fun here too. And in yeah. the in the name of fun, you know what? One of my favorite things is the uh, NFL nickname. I was going to guess totally wrong, but. It is. <laughs> Probably a good thing I jumped in there and uh, cut you <laughs> off because that uh, it could have gone sideways there. <laughs> how much does things like that, like having fun, how much does that affect your moves in a dynasty? I mean, I know there's always the Homer pick where you get uh -huh. a guy that you're rooting for. Um, but sometimes I I've made a trade just for a guy that's fun to watch yeah. or that has a fun nickname because I just want to have fun with it. And e even if it's not necessarily a smart trade, sometimes I just want in on that. 
I think for me, the the thing that makes it the most fun for me is drafting a guy who turns out to just be a year one just stud. Like you know that that immediate immediate confirmation that that you were correct on what you picked. Uh, that that for me is like one of the most rewarding things playing in a dynasty to be like I got a first round pick I'm gonna take this guy or you know for like myself like uh, first thing that comes to mind is I got Josh Allen in the third round of a fantasy football draft and then all of a sudden two years later he he's phenomenal and that is just so much fun to be to always have that story right for the right next did you got him for nothing I got Josh Allen he was a fourth quarterback off the board. Like he's been my starter for the last ten years. Uh, yeah, we did some recaps of uh, championship games in the past a few podcasts ago, and looking down your roster and realizing that, man, you had Matt Ryan and Ben Roethlisberger still on your roster from like ten or eleven years ago, and that yeah. that's just fun stuff there to to in a dynasty to actually build a dynasty. Uh, is, right is, to have, still have guys from your initial uh, draft over a decade later. That's just. Yeah. That's yeah. that's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and another, uh, I guess the prime example for me is a guy who I've talked about on the show, but a dude I just like having on my team is Gardner Minshew. Yeah, you do. You, do. I, you know, I it's fun. I, I don't yeah. think he's ever going to be my starter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if he'll even make my roster. But for the couple months that I have him and his gorgeous mustache housed on my roster, I'm I'm having fun. And yep. for me, that factors in to some of this. I, it doesn't all have to be analytics and the best moves. Sometimes you want a guy with a fucking funny haircut. Right, right. It's that guy you can root for. I mean, uh, for me, like the ultimate guy for that is like, well, two of them pop right into my head when you say that. Uh, Marshawn Lynch mm-hmm. uh, and Gronkowski. <laughs> yeah, right? he's, he's fun to own. Right? Those are just Those are just guys that you're just like, Oh man, you see them out on the field, and you know if you don't own them, you just hate them. But if they're on your team, oh, that's so so fun to watch Gronkowski just smash a game. I, I've never owned the guy. I, I hate him to death. But I imagine if I did own him, I would be like, oh, I love hating this guy so much. Yeah, I got a twenty five percent own share on him. Picked him up in the nasty. The nasty, a ten man half PPR dynasty featuring practice squad. Founded by Ron and Jonah in 2011, as you well know, mm-hmm. only time I've ever owned him. It is exactly like you say. I haven't been able to stand the guy for years, but when he's uh, when Gronk smash on my behalf, I'm uh, I'm I'm good with it. You're like, oh, that's so great. Give me yeah. more commercials about the insurance that you can't have. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love right. it. You fucking meathead. You're gorgeous. I love you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, well, you know. Uh, you know, kind of happened there is we kind of maybe trickle a little bit into our our segment where we talk about about having fun. Both of those guys have a pretty solid nickname, and I do love a good nickname. There's nothing better than just Gronk, right? Yeah. I mean, just just it, it's it's like a it's like a verb. It yeah. is. Yeah. I actually had a sounder made years ago that was "You've been Gronked," right? It's it's yeah. I got Gronked a couple of times. I didn't care for it. Yeah, no. Who wants to get gronked? Um, that's uh, that's a that's a couple clicks above getting flaccoed. Yeah, no one wants. Well, no one wants to get flaccoed. Nobody I mean, does. You've been flacco. If 
if you like woke up in the morning and rolled over and like, oh, what happened last night? And someone's like, oh, you got gronked. You'd be like, well, I, <clears> must I, have been, I, it was a fun night. Must have been a good time. And someone's yeah. like, you got flaccoed. You'd be like, oh, oh man, shit, I'm gonna have to write a letter. Oh, that's it's gonna I'm, be a whole thing. I know. I God, I hope they don't call me tomorrow. <laughs> I better go make all my social media <sighs> shit private right now. Where'd I park my car? Yeah. Um, and then Marshawn Lynch, you know, beast mode. Yeah, classic. Uh, I mean, man, and just a perfect fit fit for him. You got any other uh, nicknames that just pop into your head as we're thinking of a few here? Oh, well, the classic for me is a guy who who does checks both of those boxes as far as kick ass nicknames and a guy I loved owning uh, Maurice Jones Drew, mm-hmm. of course, uh, MJD Mojo yeah. and my personal favorite pocket hercules oh that's a great one that is a great nickname yeah so it, fitting he just his little bowling ball out there he was fucking amazing yeah yeah we've, we've actually brought up this nickname too i'll throw one back right at you on that same uh same spectrum mr doug martin was ah, one of my favorite the next muscle on my hamster. list i love the muscle hamster what a great name that is great oh man you just you picture it too, right? Just little exactly, guy, little hamster all jacked up on roids. God, that's it. Guy. Next on my list, I had it above Pocket Hercules because mm. that's where I think it ranks. But right below Pocket Hercules, I have the Honey Badger. Yeah, also a great one. Yeah, I mean classic. The Honey Badger is it, it's just one of those that hits hits home like mm-hmm. a warm Sunday morning and a buttery biscuit. I actually thought of one where we were going here when you were throwing out Honey Badger. It's like, oh, who is another great nickname? And I just remembered uh, Revis Island. Ah, good call. And that that was true. And what a great nickname. And I thought, you know, there's there's been some shutdown corners, but uh, Revis Island w- was a thing. And, like, I love it when the nickname is so strong that the announcers start to talk about it. Like, it's the way they talk about that. I was like, oh, well. You're not going to pass over to Rivas Island, and I can just picture like someone like a John Madden like sketching an island around that side <laughs> of the field and being like, "That's Rivas Island. You can't go over there." Oh He's yeah, great. over here's the bush, and then uh, right. this is him looking like a hot right. dog when he runs right. around. Right. He's got a, a tree, and you know what? You can't do it around a tree. You can't throw a ball through a tree. Saying the guy wants to eat him because he looks like a hot dog. That's why he's trying to run away. So they're on an island. It's Rivas Island. <laughs> What else you got in your arsenal? Uh, one of my favorites, Packers tight end from the late 80s, early 90s, oh. Ed West, the yeah. toolbox. Yeah, that's a good Quality. one. That's a good nickname. Yep. yep. That's uh, one where, like, I hope somebody uh, in this current era earns that nickname and it yeah. comes back. But that just tells you how how versatile Ed West was that no one else has even been able to swipe that nickname in 25, 30 years. No. I'll give you a nickname that we all know. Um, I don't think it's a great nick. Like I like the guy wears it like a badge of honor. I think it's a horrible nickname. But uh, how about Booger? <laughs> yeah, how about yeah, Booger McFarland. Yeah, like in the worst nickname Hall of Fame. Right. Like like everyone knows when I say Booger who that is, and like you know, I don't know if I want a gross bodily fluid to be what people know me by. Yeah, man, because the first thing I think of is uh, Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah, you know, right? Booger hammering down a beer. That's, mm-hmm. you know, it It wasn't endearing, man. It was, no. 
It was fitting. I don't think oh. you want that. Yep. You've got a Steelers running back who's got one of the best nicknames of all time. It's got to be Mr. Bettis. Oh, you're going with the bus? I mean, the bus. <clears throat> Solid. I mean, you got your bus. I mean, how fitting is that nickname? A yellow and black giant vehicle. That, that's true. He, I mean, he did look like a bus coming out of there. God, yes, he did. Um, my my favorite recent uh, Pittsburgh nickname, though, is the play on the great Megatron nickname. Of course, Mapletron, the mm. Canadian version. I do love that one. That That's is really great. great. That, that, that is one that fills me with a warm sense of well-being. Well, and since you're sharing, um, you know, some Steelers nicknames, I'd like to share a Broncos nickname. Um, and, you know, Broncos have been kind of not very great the last four or five years. So a lot of people might not know this, but if you're a Broncos fan, there's actually a really great nickname for Drew Locke. Uh, as Broncos fans, we like to call him a piece of shit. <laughs> um, so it's got a nice ring to it. It's something to remember. Um, but yeah, that's that's a nickname that I really enjoy. But again, that's only in certain Bronco circles. That you oh, to hear I, I know what you mean. We got a backup quarterback who's uh, looking to take over, Mason Rudolph. And mm-hmm. uh, around my parts, we call him uh, that fucking guy. Yeah. As in, oh, great. Here comes that fucking guy. This is now it's going to look like 1992 all over again. Right. Right. So I I feel like uh, if you're a, a true NFL fan, if you're a, a fan of your team, You've got one of those nicknames in your head out there. <laughs> right, right. You've all got one. You, you know, you, you've seen it. You're like, oh, don't throw the ball to him. Captain Sometimes. Poopy Hands. <laughs> yeah, Dwight Stone Hands uh, was yeah. one of my favorite mm-hmm. Steelers receivers for just that reason. But those are some of my favorites is the ones that aren't actual famous nicknames, the regional ones. Yeah. Um, like I said, I, I, after Roethlisberger got in his accident and got his face filled with metal, I took to calling him Bionic Ben. That, that never stuck. Fantastic. Uh, uh, friend of the show, uh, Dog Bowl, wrote in with one of his, Frank Winters, offensive lineman for the Packers, uh, Old Bag of Donuts, or Frankie <laughs> Bag of Donuts. I love that. And, and, and one that will be near and dear to your heart as well as mine. Uh, I I... I felt real good when I remembered Hank Poteet. Oh man. <laughs> See? You yeah. felt it right down there in the in yeah. the bowels, didn't you? Was, I like it. I love pot eat. Mm. Little pot eat. Yeah. No. I'd good see guy. him on a see him on a screen on Madden and you couldn't not say it in your head every time. Like, Ugh. There's like I'd, I'd pick him up. I'm gonna take pot eat. Yeah. Uh, I always like to, uh, when I played Madden 2, I always had to own Ben Gay. Yeah, there's dudes I will draft for the names that are computer generated. Not even like, a nickname. I mean, at all. Yeah. It's just like, it's. <laughs> there's some great ones. He's actually, Ben Gay actually has a son. Uh, goes by the name Icy Hot. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Mm. This is TikTok name. This is TikTok name. Yeah, he's a new generation. <laughs> I feel bad about saying that about Drew Locke. I... <laughs> no, you don't. No, I don't. No, he's uh, 
<laughs> so I told you before. I was like, I tried to be all in on that guy, but uh, I know how you feel. We scored a touchdown, and he did uh, <laughs> Buzz Lightyear's laser beam as his touchdown celebration. Uh, <laughs> and I just, yeah, it ruined it all. I when like, you no, told no. me that, I was like, no, I get it now. Yeah. Like that's I mean, hey, it's not as bad as Rudolph. His celebration is being smashed in the skull with an opposing team's helmet. It's true. <laughs> it's not a good celebration. It's not good. Oh. But, the, uh, but the dent in his skull makes him more aerodynamic. Yeah, he's he's phenomenal. <laughs> I, I, I just keep saying this because I want him to fucking prove me wrong on all of it. Well, yeah, I mean... Uh, no one, uh, no one knows how to to lead lead the pack like Rudolph, I guess. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh. Uh, let's uh, let's switch gears uh, just abruptly. Gam's gonna abruptly just switch gears on you, dude. Just stomp on the fucking brakes. Just stomp on the brakes. We're moving on from the nicknames. All right, throw the fucking e-brake. Let's whip a 180. I spilled my fucking drink everywhere. I need to get a new one. <sighs> I got to get a new one. That's probably a good idea because we're probably uh, just about getting ready to get on the plane, huh? We're going to get on the plane. We can bring all of our friends, all the nicknames with us. They can oh, all yeah. hop along for a ride because we're going to go around the world and we're going to look at team by team and say, What did we learn? Hey, I'll call it around the world gun. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, buckle your seatbelts. We're about to go around the world. What? What the? What the fuck just happened? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, like, let's go to this week's. Yeah. <laughs> the, the the Bengals are in the Super Bowl. Yeah, and you know, this is just uh, three short months ago they were getting their brains beat in by a Jets led by uh, White. Mm-hmm. Uh, how soon everyone forgets that <laughs> it yeah. was the third stringer that Doug yeah. took the Bengals out. It's, it's true. The NFL man, am I right? Oh, so right. Well, I'm gonna get myself some travel peanuts and a uh, way too expensive uh, airplane cocktail. I'm, I'm ready when you are. Woo! Yeah, so fucking ready. A, man. We're going to take this uh, plane ride across the country, hopping from pick to pick as far as the draft order. I feel like that'll be a a really great way to talk about teams who, uh, you know, disappointed and teams who surprised um, by seeing where they pick in the draft. And so let's start with the Jacksonville Jaguars. What did you know, we learn? Well, we learned that Urban Myers. Uh, is everything we thought he was yep um i i have a nickname i'd like to throw out there uh i want to call him urban fires (laughs) Um, urban oscar fired (laughs) um i i don't know what we did learn um because i think the coaching was so horrible down there that I can't tell you if uh, Trevor Lawrence, uh, we both discussed, we didn't love him, but as much as I don't love the guy, I'm still willing to give him a a shot with a new coach. Right. Under not Urban Meyer. Right. Uh, I mean, it's just the, the, the tales of the ineptitude there were just mind boggling. Uh, Like apparently they're 
his whole plan was to take Kadarius Tony in the draft. And when Tony was gone, he just uh, drafted Etienne at running back with the intention of flipping him to wide receiver. So just shit like that. And it just went downhill from there. I I guess, I guess what I'm saying is we've, I really feel like I learned nothing about the Jacksonville Jaguars last year. Right there. It just completely, uh, it was a push. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, here's the next team we go to, um, finished strong and had some, some fantasy relevant players this year, uh, which is not normal. Uh, Detroit lions, uh, Ama St. St. Oh my God. How long has it been since I've watched football? Yeah. St. Brown. I'm oh on Raw St. Brown. I'm on Raw St. Brown. Oh my god, I feel so stupid. It's uh, both Egyptian gods. I know clearly. Clearly. Is <laughs> yeah, is what well, that's a, that's a, see that's a guy I almost drafted him just for that name, but mm-hmm. even the fun factor couldn't talk me into drafting a Detroit wide receiver and uh he showed me. Yeah, uh, I own him in a dynasty. <clears throat> um and just took him because of his where he went in the draft. Yeah, the, and then he the was Lions took him still. so high that I was like, well, they at least tried to use him. And then he turned out to be he's a he's a PPR stud. I mean, uh, right, he's getting Welker. eight plus receptions a mm-hmm. week with uh, Goff, right, and like, Boyle. So, uh, you know, going into next season. Uh, Goff, I think, kind of won the starting job the way he played down the stretch. Um, Amon Ross St. Brown is going to be a guy who, like, I think he played some, I think he had two good games with Tim Boyle. Yeah, yeah, right? he was serviceable. Yeah, <clears throat> so uh, there's there's a fantasy guy, and if DeAndre Swift can stay healthy, uh, I'm surprised to Hawk. say it. Yeah, I, I don't mind me some Detroit Lions for fantasy football next year. Um yeah, I guess the needle pointing up a little bit on the Lions for me. Fucking A, man. Uh, here's a team that makes me want to puke in my mouth. We thought that the Houston Texans would be terrible, and guess what? They were. Give me a guy. Like, Davis Mills is intriguing from a dynasty standpoint. Well, But now they have a new coach, so who knows if he'll even be the guy next year. Brandon right. Cook's... You know, the chances of him playing for uh, the Texans two years in a row is pretty small compared to what oh, he usually yeah. does. Right. Right. I mean, he's already I'm, in the bonus. Right. He doesn't last with the team very long. They'll rebuild. The running backs there was disgusting. I, I, I think I saw some piece of news that they like signed Rex Burkhead to a one year extension, which is gross. Yeah. The only way I can see being excited is if. Watson gets dealt in a big package, and uh, and they flip it for something good. Yep. How about the Jets? I'm gonna I'm gonna say like what we learned about the Jets is that their draft pieces of Elijah Moore and Michael Carter are gonna have some fantasy relevance. I feel like Zach Wilson. They're going to have the same staff next year. There's no changes going on there. so <laughs> He's uh, got to make a big second-year leap. Uh-huh. Has to. Yeah. Yeah, when you when Joe Flacco outplays you in a game and Mike White outplays you in a game, 
Yeah, and you're basically <sighs> at times looking like the third best quarterback out of that group. Yeah. He just seems destined to be traded to an NFC team with a second-round pick in about four years. Yeah, probably closer to two. Yeah. After true. they uh, flush the whole regime out and start all over again. Mm-hmm. Mm. The Giants, New York Giants, uh, I learned that even with seven good wide receivers, you still can be horrible offensively. I learned that maybe you should take some players that aren't injury risks. Yeah. It's okay to gamble on a guy with a history, but not all of them. And uh, Saquon Barkley is already a bust. I don't care what he does from here on forward. That that production last year and the injuries, it's just... You said he got outplayed by some of the guys filling in for him as well. Yeah, yeah. Spoiler alert, in the future we'll be talking about the new coaches and new places and what that means for the players who are there. And uh, we'll have a lot to say about the Giants with their new coach. The six pick six in the NFL draft uh, will be the Carolina Panthers. We learned that Sam Darnold can ruin any football team. <laughs> he can uh, be bad anywhere. We learned that the question of Christian McCaffrey's body size holding up in the NFL was a legit question. I feel like what we learned from the Panthers this year is that Sam Darnold is not an NFL caliber quarterback. Is that Jimmy Garoppolo is going to look real good in them colors? Yeah, he'll look real good. I don't know if he'll be good. He's going to look good, damn it. He's going to look real good. Uh, the next team will be the Chicago Bears. Um, <sighs> what did we learn there? Like We learned that Justin Fields progressed. He he can be uh, a possible fantasy relevant quarterback because of his legs. Um, and that uh, Mooney is, 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 is starting. To, yeah. He's he, I'd call him legit at this stage. And Montgomery looks, uh, looks solid. They don't score enough points, but I like the pieces. I think with the right coach, the right offensive coordinator, I think uh, you'd feel good starting Montgomery. You'd feel good starting Mooney. You'd feel good starting Justin Fields. If they're anything like this year, there's just not going to be the touchdown volume to feel good about starting those guys. How about Atlanta? Hmm. Oh, what what didn't we learn there? I feel like I learned so much in Atlanta. Man. uh, I learned Mike Davis was a bad signing, which I already knew. Uh, I learned (laughs) you can use Cordero Patterson as a running back. Yeah. And a wide receiver or whatever you want to. Yeah. All these years when they were talking about maybe possibly doing it. Yeah. It turns out you can. Yeah. It's crazy. How do I, Atlanta just feels like a, a, a franchise that's slowly kind of just falling apart. Oh yeah. As long as you've got Matt Ryan's numbers on the books, you're, you're not going to be able to do much more than what you've got right now. I I can see one player, one player on Atlanta's offense that I want to own. And outside of that, I'm out. Um, Yeah. uh, Kyle Pitts. Yeah. That's, that's it. So, um, yeah, that's a, a, a team that honestly disappointed. I thought they, I thought Ridley could be solid. I thought Kyle Pitts might be, you know, he he was great, but he scored only one touchdown on the year. 
Mike Davis was terrible. So yeah, when when you go into a season, you're like excited, and then we're talking about Cordero Patterson at the end of the year. Things did not go as planned. Sorry, That's what we learned in Atlanta. Things do not go as planned. Mm. Almost always. Even <laughs> even Super Bowl half times. Uh, the next pick is the Denver Broncos. Uh, I can tell you what we learned with the Denver Broncos. You can't. You can have all the pieces you need in the NFL, and you're not going to win if you don't have a great quarterback. I I just see I saw um, from a fantasy football standpoint for Cortland Sutton, Noah Fant, and Jerry Judy to end the season with such horrible, horrible statistics. Uh, just awful, like awful underperforming football team. Um, I can't see any team out there that I could say you could you could turn around with one player and it's a quarterback. Um, so what I learned from the Broncos this year is that thank you for firing everyone in the coaching staff because <laughs> I, I've never seen a more poorly utilized um, passing game in the NFL than what the Denver Broncos were this last year. So. Um, I, I would tell you, if you're not a Denver Broncos fan, it's a real great time to buy low on Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, uh, Noah Fant. These guys can't get any worse than what they were last year. Yeah, I learned Fangs plays it close to the vest. Mm. Yeah. That's, boy, howdy. He's a... Uh, he'd, he'd, he'd win 6-3 to three every week if he could. Mm. He is the most boring human being, too. As a fan... I mean, <clears throat> the guy is immensely boring. I'm, Do the I deep hit. dive into Fangio things? Uh, oh, my gosh. A fun night for that guy is maybe putting some Parmesan on your spaghetti and meatballs and turning Garth Brooks up to seven. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like Pledge Week on PBS. <laughs> he really does. I'm going to make a wood box. To hold your envelope opener. <laughs> We're going to refinish this turn-of-the-century desk. <laughs> oh, this looks like mahogany, but it's not. Your eyes are fooling you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sand the dowel. Sand the dowel carefully. <laughs> Teach you today how to make a dovetail joint. Mm. <laughs> okay, I gotta go on. Uh, moving down the list you go to the seattle seahawks um wow what did we learn there i feel like we learned that russell wilson is always good for half a year (laughs) and um that dk metcalf is horribly underused that that's a team that wants to establish the run game until rashad penny came out the other season they had no idea how to establish a run game now you're a Metcalf owner. Indeed. Are you more excited next year if there's a quarterback besides Russell Wilson behind center? Not really. Yeah, i I feel like I feel like that team right now, like today, still does not know what their offseason plan is. Just, I mean, I guess if they get if they deal Wilson and bring in a huge haul. I, I mean i i think they're looking at overhauling the entire offense like you said all their running backs are free agents the whole damn room they've got to make a decision on 
Um, I think their wide receivers are pretty well under contract for a while. Their tight ends are useless. There's no point in them even having one. I think it's just a fucking show. I think Pete Carroll does it to mock me. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I, I think the only way to go there is trade Russell Wilson and overhaul the whole damn thing. What's interesting about that is if, if they knew they were going to do that, then they should also move on from Pete Carroll. You know what I mean? Like, that's where I'm in limbo with these guys. Like, Right, because like, you, what you're saying is that he's the guy to right. blow it up and do your rebuild. Mm-hmm. And I guess I, I don't disagree with that. He kind of was there for the first build. Um, yeah. I mean, he's, what, like 76 or something? He's yeah. getting up there. Um yeah, it's the whole place is in flux. Yep. Uh, bonus leakage. Uh, bonus leakage. That doesn't sound. <laughs> no, I like that. Bonus <laughs> leakage. Washington football team, or as we will probably find out tomorrow. Ooh. The Washington Commanders. How do you feel about that? I was honestly kind of partial to the football team. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I don't hate commanders. It's less racist. Yeah. They accomplished yeah. that. They were like, hmm. That's a pretty low fucking bar, though. What about the Washington filibusters? Whew. Oh. You like that? That's not bad. I kind of like the filibusters. That's pretty good. The Washington gridlock. Ooh, I like that. That's not bad. No. Yeah, you're playing into the grid things, kind Mm -hmm. of works on two levels. Yeah. So what did we learn in Washington? Uh, They need to go all in on a quarterback next year. That seems to be the recurring theme. Yeah, they need need a quarterback big time. (laughs) At just the time when all the savvy veterans are hanging it up, everybody's going all in on quarterback. And it's, it's a good time to be on that market. Yeah, and it's also not a very strong quarterback draft from what I've seen. There's no there's no top five quarterback on the board this year. No, that was what the saving grace was for Jacksonville, is that there's no clear-cut, got-to-take quarterback that puts them in an awkward position. Right. They're going to get to take the guy that they need to take. Next team is the Minnesota Vikings. Um, their, their season was a very Viking-esque season. Um, they had talent offensively, fantasy football-wise. You felt good about starting Justin Jefferson. Kirk Cousins was a great uh, number two quarterback to have on your roster. He's a great backup guy. You can spot start him as needed. Uh, Delvin Cook, when healthy, looks great. Uh, Adam Thielen, was, when he was healthy, was fine. Um, I, I guess this is the first team I've seen where I'm like, all the pieces on this team are fine, and I do strongly believe that the reason why they didn't win more games was the coaching. Right. Like, this is the first time when we're sitting here saying, they're not a quarterback away, they're they're a coach away. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> um, interesting little – I'm going to throw this out there so it's on record. All this talk about Aaron Rodgers leaving and Denver going with Nathaniel Hackett. Uh, don't. I think a wild card situation here is actually Kirk Cousins ends up in Denver. I'll say that. Um, <clears throat> and I look at it this way. I think Kirk Cousins, the Vikings owe him a lot of money. Um, they've got a new coach who's probably going to want to rebuild. 
and he'll have the excuse to get rid of Kirk Cousins and be forgiven for the giant salary thing because he wasn't the one who did it. Um, and George Patton is the guy who drafted Kirk Cousins. So um, look look for the Denver Broncos to make a move on Kirk Cousins, and I am saying that here so it can be recorded. Well, that that you heard from me there was stunned silence that entire time. That is okay. I'm going to keep an eye on that because the other uh, factor to that equation is the quote unquote ridiculous amount that they paid Kurt Cousins. Mm-hmm. Um, now that that market has changed over the course of his deal, that's not a huge number anymore. But interesting. I'm uh, I will keep an eye on that. The next team is the Cleveland Browns. I mean, I guess maybe what I learned is that maybe height is an issue for him. Mm-hmm. He seems to be throwing batted ball. I mean, TJ Watt got him how many times in that one game? Right. Um, it seems like he's most successful when he rolls out. Yeah. <laughs> and he doesn't have a whole bunch of tall guys standing in front of him. Mm-hmm. I, I I just don't know. Uh, I, I, I I learned nothing. Yep. I, I would agree. Um Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt. We came out of the season feeling the same way about them. Uh, who, who, who would if I say, okay, go ahead, start any any Brown you want, but it can't be a running back. Tell me who you're picking. Um, uh, Landry. Yeah, that gives you like you're like, and you're hoping for six for seventy. <laughs> hoping he's not hurt that week. Yeah. Right, it's just not a team that I, uh, yeah, it's not a team I want to. It's kind of surprised the next team that they're uh, picking this high in the draft, but the Baltimore Ravens at eight and nine this year. Hmm. Um, you know, Lamar Jackson is going to be a fantasy stud. Um, the running backs, I think, what we learned that the Ravens they just couldn't they couldn't handle the amount of injuries to their backfield to keep up with it anymore. Oh, that was um, ridiculous amount of injuries, though. Yeah, no team should have to suffer that at one position. That's no. that's just dreadful. I mean, they will have Lamar wasn't healthy in the season. You'll have Lamar Jackson, Gus Edwards, J.K. Dobbins, um, Marquise Brown, Mark Andrews, and um, Rashad Bateman. Okay. Um. So. I guess what we learned about the Ravens is they were never healthy enough all at the same time to really judge them. And that Mark Andrews is a super stud. Yeah. Uh, that's what I learned. Uh, the dolphins. Oh, I, you give me your take on the dolphins. I, I don't know what I learned in Miami either. I didn't learn nothing about Tua. I guess I learned Waddles. Waddles pretty damn solid. Yeah. That's, that's what I would say too. The only thing I took out of that is that, Jalen Waddle's going to be a stud, um, and that I don't care who's their running back, that offensive line isn't going to open up any holes. Right, and it's not for lack of trying. They keep right. they keep shoveling draft picks at it, and it just doesn't work. Yeah, fantasy football purposes, Tua could end up being kind of the Baker Mayfield type where he's just on the verge of being good enough that you get excited for him and you finally be like, I got to start him. And the next week he gets you nothing. The next team we have on here is the Colts. God, Jonathan Taylor's so good. And Carson Wentz is their quarterback. <clears throat> Despite that, Pittman finally seemed to break out. Pittman was 
targeted quite a bit, uh, had a great season. Um, I don't know if Carson Wentz is the answer for that team. I don't. I mean, I don't know if they're going to go into next year without bringing in competition. Uh, Carson Wentz lost to the Jacksonville Jaguars to not make the playoffs. But like I said, this quarterback market, who who do you conceivably bring into any of these locations? Like, like you're talking about, uh, like, Teddy Bridgewater. Like, Yeah, you're keeping yeah. Wentz. Yeah, so I guess what we learned from them is they're, they're a great running team, and they might be mired in subpar quarterback play for a few more years. Uh, next team is the Chargers. I like the Chargers. I love Herbert. I love Eckler. I like Mike Williams. I like Keenan Allen. Um, I did like Donald Parnum when he was alive. Not cold. I like that team. I guess what I learned from the Chargers is that they're just a young team. And uh, fantasy football-wise, I like all the pieces. Their challenge was just consistency, which is what you'd expect from a uh, a young quarterback like Herbert. But he looks great. I, I like the Chargers. Nothing wrong with them. Nine and eight's a fine record. Yeah, um, arrows up. Yep, two more wins. They're in the playoffs. So, actually, <laughs> se- take that back. If you remember, actually, yeah, one less timeout called, and they're in the and playoffs. they're in the playoffs. Yeah, they were a timeout away from the playoffs. Uh, uh, here's a team that is a hot, god-awful mess. The New Orleans Saints. Who who do you want on your roster from the New Orleans Saints? Uh, Kamara. Yeah, that's 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 it. that's it. And that's a like, full-on rebuild, and you don't know which direction that's going. Right, like <clears throat> that's where a Teddy Bridgewater reunion feels feels all right. Uh, that's true. That is that's a that's, great that's fucking comfort food, man. Give me a big yeah. old basket of Teddy Bridgewater to oh, yeah. get me through, man. Just get me through. Some hush puppies and Teddy Bridgewater wearing them gloves. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. uh, he could easily get them to seven and nine next year. Right, right. Yeah. Or I guess that would be seven that would, and ten. Oh, I forgot. oh, don't you math at me. I, I did. I added them up to make 17. Uh, I don't want to do no thinking. It's probably going to take me three or four years until yep. I until it sinks in. Yep, I agree. Feels weird. Um, now we get into the actual teams who made the playoffs. <clears throat> uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, what did we learn there? Uh, my nervousness of the Eagles is that Jalen Hurts holds back some of the wide receivers um, because he's he's not a great passer, um, but he's a great fantasy football player. So um, be interesting to see what happens next year with Hurts if they get him in the pocket more, uh, improve his passing skills. I, I like the team and I like the fantasy football pieces on the team, like a Devonta Smith. Um, but if Hertz just becomes this scrambling quarterback who's still not good at passing the ball, we it could be uh, an ugly year next year for the Eagles. So I guess for me, the Eagles all it all lies on Jalen Hertz's arm on how good they are. I'm steering clear of Philly. I'm gonna yeah. call that fool's gold. 
Uh, yeah. I don't want no part of it. I had 25% ownership in Hertz earlier this year. I uh, made a move when he had a few solid weeks. I feel good about getting out from under that. He's going to score you some points until he doesn't. Um, so, you know, pick him up, enjoy him for the next year or so when he's gravy. And then uh, when he falls apart, you you deal with it. Yep. Well, you might know this team. It's the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, what did we learn there? Oh, we learned that I'm going to have to stock up on the whiskey to get through a season with Mason <laughs> yeah. Rudolph. I uh, She's going to drive me to the drink. I don't want, I hate to say it, and no offense, but I don't want one piece of of the Pittsburgh Steelers right now if they don't get a quarterback that's not on that roster and that's not a rookie. Um, I, I honestly am hoping for a rookie. Oh, somebody actually posted the Vegas line on who was going to be starting uh, week one in Pittsburgh. And I believe it was, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo was the leader. Oh, good Lord. Lingering right down there in the top four, uh, was Teddy Bridgewater and Mason Rudolph. So, I mean, that, and then I think five was Kenny Pickett. That seems to be um, <laughs> the four most likely options at quarterback next year. Gosh. I, I think we're about to learn how really fucking great Ben Roethlisberger was for the last almost two decades. Yeah. Uh, next thing you guys, the Patriots, um, you know, Mac Jones, a great quarterback for a rookie, but he's not a great quarterback for fantasy football. Right. And that's like that, I think, defines every piece on that team. To me, New England screams coaching. Um, mm-hmm. They're always so well prepared. Guys are in the right spots. They know what they're doing. Um, they also like to take advantage of matchups, which leads to exactly what you just said. You can have a guy just be an absolute stud one week and be game planned completely out the next week if if they've got a matchup they like they're gonna go at it uh what about the raiders they're next on the list um i guess the the thing i take from the raiders josh jacobs had his ups and downs he's a solid player Derek carr same darren waller was hurt Uh, if he's healthy i like him he's getting a little bit up there in age um but the thing that's so frustrating with me with the Raiders is when are they going to get a star wide receiver to pan out? Right. Gruden is a racist, sexist caveman moron. Um, but damn, he put him in good cap position and uh, loaded him up with draft picks. Completely got the rebuild underway faster than I would have expected. Uh, came out completely right dealing Mac, what good does one defensive player do you on a dumpster fire team? Um, they're in a good position. And and strangely, the son of Al Davis seems to be making prudent decisions. McDaniel was a guy I never liked, but the more I'm hearing about him from former players, he is Belichick light. He's prepared as hell and knows what's coming and is, yeah, I I like it. I, I think so too. I think I think I think that that is a franchise that's headed up. Uh, Arizona Cardinals. Uh, 
for me personally, I learned that my thoughts on Kyler Murray not liking him were maybe justified. Um, and James Conner blew my mind. Yeah, I, I, I actually going to say both of those things. Um, yeah, and that Ertz had some left in the tank, just like I thought he did. I, I agree. Ertz is, was a great move for them as well. Um, they're a team, you know, DeAndre Hopkins will come back healthy next year. Murray will be better for it. But um, man, what, what a what a drop off from what they looked like to start the year. Agreed. Oh, we have Dallas Cowboys. Uh, I don't know what happened. They were an offensive juggernaut, and then it's like they, it's like they Mike McCarthy themselves into preparing themselves to suck come into the playoffs. Yeah, this is going to be the second spot we come into where I think we say uh, coaching is what needs to be upgraded there. They've clearly got offensive weapons. Um, yeah, I, I think uh, they, they could do with an upgrade there. We got the Bills. Uh, Josh Allen's stud. Uh, Diggs is a stud. Gabriel Davis looks like he's up and coming. Um 90% of that team coming right back. Yeah, they're going to be good. They're going you're going to get a lot of offensive points. You're going to feel good starting a lot of players on that team. Be interesting to see if Devin Singletary did enough to straight out win the starting gig going into next year, but uh yeah, you I want Dawson Knox, I want Stefan Diggs, I want Josh Allen, I want Devin Singletary, I want Gabriel Davis. I want all these guys on my rosters. Um it's a, a team that's looking great for fantasy football. Uh, Tennessee Titans. Uh, obviously, Derrick Henry's the man. He's, uh, from what I look like, he's probably got two, three good years ahead of him. Um, Julio Jones is clearly falling off. That was not what we thought we'd get of him. And A.J. Brown, healthy as a stud. Um, Tannehill is just a serviceable, a serviceable quarterback. And they're a team I can't tell if, if they right. just don't use the tight end or if theirs was just garbage, I guess is what I'm not sure. Um, next team we have is Tampa Bay. What oh. we've learned about Tampa Bay is doesn't matter, right? What, what we learned, it became official today. Tom Brady has retired, so everything we learned about Tampa Bay last year means nothing. Right. All of the guys that I thought were a lock to re-sign, uh, scratch that. Uh, anybody that it's going to take a, a discount to come there, uh, that's that's over now. Right. I feel like Gronk is going to retire. I feel like Chris Godwin's not going to re-sign there. I feel like Leonard Fournette's not going to re-sign there. I feel like this is a, yeah. a team that if Brady was there, I'd be all in on those three players I just listed off. And they're either not going to be on the team, or if they are on the team, their value is cut in a in half uh the green bay packers we've got uh, i think what i learned from the packers this year is that aj Dillon is greater than aaron jones um Devontae adams is the only wide receiver that you can really play every week without doing a dart throw and aaron Rodgers is a phenomenal quarterback i'm not even going to go into the speculation that those guys won't be back next year i'm just going to say the packers this year will if Rodgers and Adams are there next year, they'll look exactly like they did this year. Yeah. The next team will be the San Francisco 49ers. 
We learned that Jimmy Garoppolo was better than expected. Uh, we learned that Debo Samuel is an absolute stud. We learned that Elijah, Elijah Mitchell is an absolute <laughs> stud. We learned that Trey Sermon and Trey Lance were non-factors. And uh, Trey Lance should be a factor next year, but Trey Sermon probably won't be a factor for a while. Agreed. We got the Chiefs next. I don't. I think the Chiefs next year are exactly the same team, barring the addition of a free agent here or there. Uh, yeah, I think we're looking at the same thing. And then, um, I guess with with this, the next two spots, uh, we have to pick our Super Bowl team. Oh. Okay, so who do you have at pick thirty-one? Uh, pick thirty-one. I would have uh, the Cincinnati Bengals. Be taking the Cincinnati Bengals, and uh, what do we learn about the Cincinnati Bengals this year? Um, wow, that apparently you can get by without a great offensive line. New uh, Burrow and Chase definitely had the ability to do what they're doing. I didn't think they'd have the time to do it, so yeah. I've been just impressed with them across the board. Yeah, Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Joe Mixon. Um, it's a lot to like and a lot of dynasty things to like on that team right now. I mean, yeah. the needle's only up because, like you said, they're, they're in the Super Bowl and their offensive line is garbage. They don't need any. They don't need to spend any draft capital on offensive uh, weapons. It's yeah. all there. I mean. They get a. They bring in one free agent lineman, draft another, and maybe grab a, a second and third round defensive player. That they're they're going to be perennial offensive juggernauts. Yeah, they're in a good spot, um, uh, contract wise, age wise. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they remind me of uh, the San Fr- San Francisco Forty ers about uh, six seven years ago yeah. when you yeah. started to see them putting everything in place. Yeah, it's a good assessment. Uh, and then lastly, then we've got the Rams. Um, full disclaimer, my daughter's a Bengals fan, so I'm cheering for the Bengals. But uh, Matt Stafford or Joe Burrow, the Bengals, like, I don't hate any scenario on who wins the Super Bowl. Agreed. Um, you know, Cooper Cup, what a freaking stud. Uh, Cam Akers is playing in a Super Bowl after tearing his Achilles. That's crazy. That's nuts. Uh, I don't hate Odell Beckham Jr. for some reason on the Rams. Um, yeah, the, the the Rams are going to be positioned to be a good team next year. Uh, to me, both these teams could – I would not be shocked if next year this could be a repeat thing. It won't happen, but uh, the Rams and the Bengals are both teams that I think are positioned for – the next five years to have a really good shot at uh, winning games. Now, maybe yeah. not quite as long because Matt Stafford is, uh, but he's, yeah, he's got a closing window, but he's yeah. still, I mean, he's still got three to five left on him. Um, yeah. probably, probably closer to three quality years, yeah. but, uh, they don't have any first round picks for the next, uh, two or three years. So they won't be getting anybody up there, but theoretically, um, they shouldn't need to be, doing too much reloading for the next couple of seasons. Yep. Um, so, you know, as we're touching down with the plane, pulling into uh, L.A. to uh, get ready for our Super Bowl, uh, I guess 
the overriding theme I see as we're, we're talking this out, and it is the story of the NFL, it's quarterback. Yeah, that's what it it's, all comes down to. It all comes down, you know, you can't have a great running game without a good passing game. You can't have a good receivers or tight ends without a good passing game. The teams that are, you know, again, you always look and let's go down the list. There's like one exception to the rule, but we've got Matt Stafford, Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, Jimmy Garoppolo, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Josh Allen, Ryan Tannehill, Dak Prescott, Kyler Murray, Derek Carr, Mac Jones, Ben Roethlisberger, and Jalen Hurts. Those are your playoff quarterbacks. Yeah. Uh, you know, you look at the other teams that are going down this list. I'm going to do this. You've got uh, Taysom Hill, Justin Herbert, Carson Wentz, Tua Tagliavoa, Lamar Jackson, Baker Mayfield, Kirk Cousins, uh, Zach Wilson, Tyler Henke, Teddy Bridgewater, Matt Ryan, Daniel Jones, Sam Darnold, uh, Justin Fields, Davis Mills, Jared Goff, Trevor Lawrence. It's pretty obvious. The further you are down the draft board, with a few crazy exceptions because of an injured season, the worst your quarterback play was. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, it's it, it it's 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 like sometimes we overthink it all, but at the end of the day, if you don't have a guy who can chuck the ball down the field without the other team grabbing it from him, you will be bad. Yeah, sadly, I think that's true. Oh uh, yeah, sorry. I just touched a nerve, didn't I? Oh, I know that year Ben was out and we had Duck Hodges and Rudolph. It felt like it was 1993 Neil mm-hmm. O'Donnell anemic offense, screwy looking throws to guys in the wrong spot. It was just, ah. Uh, get ready. It was painful. Get ready. I went from Peyton Manning to six years and it's ending with Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater. I just can't take it anymore. Oh, it's it takes a lot of joy out of your soul. Yeah, well, it was a good ride. Now I guess uh, at least at least we've already basically we're already a year into the rebuild. So it's true. It's true. So we're we're further along than uh, than we than I uh, than I would have hoped. Right. Well, uh, we will. You know, that's kind of the the end of last year of of the uh, 2021 football season. Uh, All of our podcasts from here on out will be getting into next year. Free agency, uh, combine, um, coaching carousel, salary cap, salary cap, how to build a dynasty. So uh, let's kind of put a bookmark and a stamp on the year that was 2021. And uh, move ahead to the 2022 NFL season, and we'll be back with a uh, a brand new year of content. Okay, double stamp it. Bam. Touch, two, touch blue, make it true. Stamped. Can't triple stamp it, double stamped. Can two, Lloyd? Can two? You can't triple stamp it, double stamp. <laughs>